I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, what's happening? Happy Monday. Good afternoon. Welcome to the bottom line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by our friends at Happy State Bank. Alongside the one and only Christopher Sneed, I'm Choice Woodman. Clint Scott, back behind the glass, taking care of us. You are more than welcome to chime in. You got thoughts, comments, questions reactions from the weekend you can bring that all in on the Yates flooring center chat line through the 100.7 the score mobile app ayo sneeder what's uh getting there getting there we're getting there okay good it's only taken a month <laughs> well like with less than half a month of i shows mean you said together, i mean but, you yeah. went like nine days without being here i know so. <laughs> that's that guy over there that's not his fault you, uh, who sits in this chair? Most That's of you. Them. Most you. of them were his fault because I was filling for him or filling for someone. Four of them because I was coming back from the dead. Yeah. Apparently the basketball team needs to come back from the dead too and illness rolling I, through. I joked that I was saying like between seeing doctors and talking to other people that have been sick, like the, the casual phrase like, well, it's been going around like 30 times. And I was flashing back to that as I was watching the game on Saturday and hearing mm. about Everybody being sick. Did you breathe on them? No, I'm good. I'm clean, man. Did you breathe on them? They don't let ago? me around the team. Okay, that's yeah. Wise decision all the way around. Um, yeah. Tech basketball lost over the weekend. Not a great that's not one. Not good. Not not a great one. Not good. So uh, fairy tale's over, and I'm I'm not saying like season over. I'm saying fairy tale of being in first place and yeah, and you that, had a that sort hand, of thing. hand hand. Gifted to you on Saturday, mm-hmm. Houston lost. Yep, uh, Iowa State. Iowa, lost. Iowa, Iowa State lost. Uh, everyone was everyone. All the right things happened for you to be back in first place by yourself again. Yep, and and you weren't. Yeah, and I'm hoping uh, when all the dust settles in a, in a week or two, you you do point and say, okay, that that was because you were an ill team. Yeah, I'm I mean, hoping because you you I mean if you're watching the game you see there's a lot of guys that do not look themselves yeah, they, I mean, during that basketball yeah. game. It was uh, and you went up. They're not using it as an excuse, so I'm not going to. No, use they an they aren't. Um, I mean, and, and here's the thing: you played as you know you you played poorly, and you darn near won. Yeah, I mean you're a you're yeah. a rebound and a possession away from. From winning that game, your one stopped shot yeah, away from that, winning that, that game. Luskaskis or forty-one, Lukosius, Lukosius, yeah. precocious dude, man, they just couldn't stop him. Pretentious. Oh wow, that's what I was saying. Lukosius sounds like it's a put down for somebody. Like that guy's a little too Lukosius. It does, doesn't taste. it? Yeah. yeah. What was his first name? Seamoss, I think. Seamoss Lukosius. I just want to know. He had the S with the accent oh. the over it to the little. Well, she sounds hideous. Yeah. Well, he's a guy, so. Uh, khakis. Khakis. Yeah. Um, what are you wearing? 
Luskas. <laughs> not ideal, obviously. No, um, you gotta you gotta protect home court. Yeah, and uh, we did not protect home court. And I thought for a second, there's been a point at every game this season that I have been at at home, and it's the point where they turn the lights out under the four minute. Yeah, and they play the home mm-hmm. hype video. Yeah, where where. Uh, where Grant says, says at we're the, the end, this is, I believe, this is the best home court in the nation. Yep. And I mean, it's a point where he says that. I get goosebumps every time sure. he says that. And I've heard that 12 times this year. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I thought, okay, we're going to win this game. And I thought we got, we got to stop. We got the lead. We got to stop again. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't score and they came down and scored. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh oh. No, and uh, I mean, and then Bob hits that shot, that ridiculous three-point shot yeah. at the end, and yeah. you think, okay, okay, if you're making shot. that, then no, that's well, that's what. Then we go down, we get a stop, yeah. and then we don't get a stop, and they get a, they get, they come down and get points, and that's when they get it, and I was like, ah. look, I, I just think, um, you had margin for one or two losses at home. Yeah, but you, you had margin. If, if you we're expected talk- that to be Kansas, though, exactly, you expect it to be Kansas, or you expected it to be. Maybe even Baylor at the end. Don't of the you? Year. Hey, look at. Don't you get that poop-eating grin in there? Don't you? Don't you do that? You said it turned your head like an owl and looked me in the eyes when you said it. Yeah, Kaylee's daily's not yet. We don't have to <laughs> stare him down. No. Um, yeah, I, I think you had you have the margin or had the margin yeah. because you've stolen a couple on the road uh, to lose one, maybe two at home. And most didn't expect it to be wasted on Cincinnati. Yeah, which means you're going to Which has been, I mean, we talked about it last week. That's been a team that has played everything down to the bone. Yes. but Every the, loss they've had was within five points in Big 12 play. But at any projection in this building, from any any no. commentator on, on any part of town, did anyone have that as a loss? No. Did anyone have the potential? No. Loss? And it's a bad matchup for yeah. Texas Tech, too. I mean, they I, got Giants. You're bad at rebounding. I, yeah. I, and, but and have, even with they have that. A big rotation but they of Giants. They don't, have a, they don't have a lot of scores, though. No. They no, and they're a score. poor shooting I've team. I've never seen their big Giants miss so many shots around the rim. <laughs> but they get them back. They get so. them back and they miss another one. Yeah. And I was it, like, good gosh. No, for, for me, um, this one, it sticks a little bit, but yeah. it's not. It's not damning for the No, season. it's not. It's, it's not. not. And the sun came Yet. up today. Yet. Now, if you end up being on the bubble. That's eh, a bad loss. Eh, I, uh, I immediately texted my text group. That's a bad loss, guys. Yeah. And and I think we don't, we're don't. we not telling anyone anything that no one over there in the Womble doesn't know already. It's a bad loss. But they're, not they, as bad as a women's loss. But right now? Oof. Oh, no. That, that was really rough. Right now, though, Cincinnati men – have a better net ranking than Texas Tech. They hopped over you because they got a quad win, one win in yeah. Lubbock, Texas. Sure so, um, you, what is you what's Texas next at net right now? Twenty-eight. Uh, it's a little higher than that. Gosh, jeez. Uh, and I believe I'm sure we're getting uh, AP poll that's coming out as we speak. I would I would project Tech to out. be 20, 25 or twenty-six. So you think they'll be so in or out? You got to project it. I haven't seen I, yet. I actually am going to go. I'm going to go 26. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out. Let's see. 33. Really? Text uh, net is 33. Net. net. 
Okay. Net's Net, I was answering the first question. Oh, okay. Thank you, because I was looking for that. Uh, 23 in the poll. Oh, just released. Okay. All right. Dropped well, eight good. spots. I mean, yeah, yeah that's I mean, where you ought to be. That's a big drop. I mean, like 10 would have been a massive drop. Eight's big enough for two losses in the Big 12. Um, and one of those was a top 25 team. TCU, by the way. Uh, where'd they go? They dropped out? They were 25th. Yeah, but I thought beating Tech, they would have stayed well, in or moved lost, up. Well. They lost to a reeling Texas team. So, uh, real quick, and we've got our we've got it coming up with some headlines in a moment. Um, Kansas is four, highest-ranked Big 12 team. They move up. Houston down to five. Oh, I thought you were going to say they tied an anchor to him or something. Oh, like I didn't that. see him at first. <laughs> I was looking too low. I'm Houston's like, oh, 14. They're right there next to Kansas. So Houston yeah. at five. Uh, Baylor now at 13. They moved up five spots. Iowa State, 14. Oof. BYU, 21. And Texas Tech, 23. Those are the ranked Big 12 teams at the moment. So, again, sky is not completely falling. You're in the top 25 still. Yeah. Think about where we were at the beginning of the season and where the I expectations mean, I mean, the are reality, now. But expectations yeah. have changed. They have, and yes. they're allowed to. We'll bring you some headlines next. It's the bottom line on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part of your Monday. You're listening to the bottom line on 107 score and 107score.com. Choice with Christopher Sneed and the person out of the next studio. We'll get some of your thoughts on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from the personal line. I got a correction. Uh, I did not introduce them properly. Defending XFL champs Arlington Renegades led by the amazing Bob Stoops. Thanks, you can, Collier. You can guess. I'll just let you guess it, who Thanks, that was. Collier. <laughs> you know that team. That that team backed. They 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 found themselves in the championship game. <laughs> they were like uh, they were like under five hundred going into the playoffs. They they upset somebody. I think I was in that game. Um, when they upset somebody, they did upset somebody at home to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And then they upset San Antonio, in San Antonio, and then won the. No, they upset Houston in Houston. Sorry, and then yeah, played, played the championship game in San Antonio, and they beat DC, I believe. Do you wish they would go back? To, we're not getting some sort of tricked up football this year in the UFL, right? Remember the no? The, remember the original XFL football? Well, where they actually did like the black and red. Well, no, the 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 football was. Uh, it was a black game with red stripes. Yeah, you know, and they had the uh, they had the opening no kickoff. There was an opening scrum where they put the fit, the football at the fifty yard line, and yeah. two guys stood at the thirty five yard line and ran there, and and whoever got the ball got the. But they did the first one, and both guys broke their collarbones. Yeah, and so they were like, okay, <laughs> so let's not do that again. Then they went to the traditional kickoff. Right. Uh, to the chat line. There were other issues with Tech's performance, but I did see a lot of one-sided calling of fouls in a big portion of the game favoring Cincy. Okay. Uh, we're still in this 
we're still in first, just not alone, but get used to it. I think someone's got a six and three. Uh, record, we're, so we're, we're actually tied half, for second. Kansas, yeah, half a game back. Kansas and Iowa State are both six and three. Yeah, so they'd and be then tied Peck, for third. And then Peck, Baylor, and somebody else are. Yeah. Is it Houston? Tech, Baylor, uh, Kansas, and, Kansas and Houston are tied six and three. Does Houston and then have Baylor, six? Iowa State, and Tech are at five. I don't know. And three. Does Houston already have six? Yeah, I think you're right. They do. Uh, this is reality, just like Kansas State skid. We're just not a true contender. It's not going to wow. be. Wow, it's Jeez. not going to be the level. Here of we go. This jump the, off <clears throat> pre-coping over the. But this is a bad matchup for Texas Tech, a bottom tier Big Twelve team at home with us coming off of an ugly loss. That's an excuse. It's just not going to fly. I'm not making excuses. If you're paying attention to Big Twelve basketball at all, you know that Cincinnati uh, team's better than their record wow. show. Like here, I, here's come, a little bit. Of, here come the guys that that couldn't wait to protect to have a little success. See, I told you. I mean, told you. Just just take a let's look go, at what Cincinnati go. has done up to this point. Yeah. They played they played Kansas to five points in at Allen Fieldhouse. Something you that quit Houston your sunshine pumping Houston didn't do. I'm sorry. You sunshine pumper, man. I'm just Don't you understand you. that this is a terrible basketball team? Cincinnati been doing it with smoke and mirrors all year long. Good God, when are you going to learn? When Cin- are you going to quit being a mouthpiece for the university? <laughs> Come on, man. That's all you guys ever do are over you the there. You're just sunshine text? pumping your mouthpiece at university. Where's the script that you guys get from Kirby Hocutt every Monday morning? Wait, you, you don't I, want one? I, I'll, I'll email it to you guys. Sorry, I Thank think you. I forgot to do I that. Yeah. Um, but seriously, like Cincinnati's not West Virginia. Cincinnati's yeah. not Oklahoma State. There's They're a chasm between good. the two. They're pretty good. Cincinnati could make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. What are they, 15 and 7? That being said, it's still a bad loss. It's a bad loss because you should have I can say both them. things, right? You can uh, say both things. Am I allowed to say both things? Yeah. It's a bad loss, but they're a good team. I no. can – I mean, do you feel any different? Uh, No, I, I mean, th- <laughs> I, that was a, a loss that I think if you are hanging around when it's all said and done for – you know, in the the space of a hopefully a Big Twelve championship, or when it's coming down to hey, who who is going to be the three seed or something like that, and it doesn't go your way, or who you know who's yeah. who in the Big Twelve is going to be a five or six seed, and it doesn't go your way, that's going to be one that you circle. But it starts with I don't I don't think it even starts with Cincinnati. It starts with that it was at home, yeah. Right? Um, you weren't going. It was still going to be really tough to be perfect. But that's not the team you wanted to drop a home game to. No. And so I, th- I think it's more of location than it is opponent. But I agree, like Cincinnati is in that line where Cincinnati can beat anybody in the Big 12. They can't. Yeah. yeah they're um, not. And we're finding out that your next home contest, Central Florida, can also do the same thing. Yeah, though they haven't played games as close away from home. Like, yeah. to me, Central Florida, you look at what they've done – Central Florida has been great at home. Yeah. Yes, yes, they won the one at Texas, but you look at the whole body of work; they haven't played as well away from home, and you have to win on Saturday. Yeah, it's, it is I a mean, honestly must win. Yeah, especially if you if you lose tomorrow in Waco, then it becomes an absolute must. win. I am. I, well, am I don't have already, much confidence that you're going to win. I don't Waco. have much confidence. I mean, mine's about twenty percent. Uh, mine's a lot less. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm probably in the single digit confidence range. Range. I mean. <laughs> Baylor's literally a fingertip and a, a .1 second away from losing on their home floor again to Iowa State on yeah. on Saturday night. Um, yeah, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and, and boohoo this. It, now, if if Texas Tech, like this is basically echoing what Clint said, but 
I, that loss, good chance it takes you out of winning a Big 12 championship. Not a loss I look at and say, that's going to keep you from making the NCAA tournament. I'm not anywhere close to that. And and to compare them to Kansas State, Kansas State's kid is way different yeah. than anything you've done right now. Now, if you want to talk to me in a week, if you've lost yeah. four in a, ro- a row, okay, then, then we can get into that conversation. Absolutely. But you, but right you've lost now, two games, you're five and three in the league, the, half a game out of first place. And the Kansas and, State one isn't isn't even close. And part of it is you is we should and now they can still turn it around because they do have some pieces. Yeah. But for Kansas State, this is not something that should be shocking if you watch them in non conference play. Yeah. Every single team in this league has three losses at least at this point. Exactly. Every team. Everybody. Including including the mighty Kansas Jayhawks and the mighty Houston Cougars. Yeah. So by it, the way, uh, for for anybody that's going to be hellfire and brimstone today, I, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not going to be on board yeah. with you. We're all, yeah. you're a half game behind those Again, guys. I'm I did not like the loss. It was not good. You're, it's okay. I mean, but it's it's not time to even you know sniff the panic button I'm, at yeah, this I'm point. Not. I mean, now do I think we're going to lose tomorrow? Yes. Do yeah, I think we're going to lose I mean, Saturday? No. Do I think we're going to lose Monday? No. Yeah, no. If I'm predicting the three, I still I, that's where I would be. I that's would predict I that. It. I think you will be an underdog. Do I think? I, oh, I think you're going to be an underdog. But I be think, an underdog tomorrow. Oh, I don't think you'll be an underdog. Depending what happens, I think you will be a slight home favorite against Kansas. Mm. Kansas has not traveled well this year. I would say I actually agree with that. Yeah. Like I could see that being yeah, like a, like a point well. and a half, two and a half point line yeah. Yeah. for the Red Raiders. I, I mean, and be. you know what? And here's the other thing. Do I think? KU's going to lose tonight? Yes, I do. I, I said it. I think they're going to lose tonight. So they haven't traveled well, but. They're going to go to Bramwich tonight. What? They're going to go to the yeah. Octagon of Doom. Okay. And I'm going to. If you're just putting this on for Clint, I'm all. No, I'm not putting this on for Clint. <laughs> I actually do think this is going to happen tonight. Side I mean, glance. Somebody said it this different. morning, and I agree with it. You know, sometimes. I think it was Jamie, and Jamie said it. Sometimes when you're a struggling team, the best thing that can come along <laughs> is your rival. Because I have seen, You're not wrong. I have seen that basketball team over there pull itself out of some big, some big uh, ruts with a win over Texas. You're not wrong. I mean, that's. But this isn't the first time Kansas State has been in a rut with Kansas coming to town, and it has not worked out. Well, yeah, just throwing not, that out there. Well, we're it's about to find science. out. We're about to find out. We will. Yeah, and I'm here for it. We get to find out. I am here uh, for Suter it. and Lubbock says, our hotel in Shreveport was on the corner of Stab and Run. You know what? <laughs> I think the whole city of Shreveport is at the corner of Stab and Run. I mean, that was a place. <laughs> like, going into that trip, I was told, hey, Bozier City, watch out. But then by the locals, it was like, hey, if you're in Bossier City, you're good. Good. In Don't Shreveport, go to Shreveport. That's where you need to be careful. I was, I, we, went to, uh, we went to lunch in Shreveport one day, and it was called Captain Mickey's something. And, and I really didn't feel safe in there. I wanted to get my food and go. Yeah. Well, like I was, I like to walk places, but I was told, do not walk in downtown Shreveport. Like, yeah. Don't. That was a. Uh, we we do, do not walk run right. That's what they were yeah. saying. You right. can be on foot, just be sprinting the whole time. Yeah, just do yeah. That. Our Uber driver drops up, dropped us at a, a spot, and he goes, "It's right down there. I'm not going to go any closer." Yeah, and I was like, "Really? Really? Maybe we shouldn't get out here." <laughs> <laughs> but we got. That's out. one of the most alarming things I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm yeah, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not going to go there. any closer. Than Dude, that. you're the one in the car. Yeah, I nope, I'm not doing like, it. I was like, "Let's go, Sue." A uh, few thoughts on the chat line. We'll return to those after. Kaylee's Daily, that's coming up next. You're listening to The Bottom Line 
on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Monday. You're listening to the Bottom Line on 100.7 Score and 107score.com. Choice Woodman, Chris Sneed, joining you from the First United Bank studio today. Keep the uh, thoughts and comments coming in. We will get back to some of those in a moment, tech basketball and otherwise. There is one that says, sniff the panic button, long but a horse name. Mm-hmm. We need a flash poll in the chat line if that one is uh, too long or not. Y'all got to tell us. I'm totally flash poll, horse name. <laughs> I'm totally down with that. You're in on, um, so Sneed's vote is yes. We've got so many horse names everywhere. Did you start buzzing? Are the boys buzzing again? I am. Dang it. All right. Craptacular. Ah. Definitely a horse name. Okay. All right. Let's get to the, the important stuff. Clint. Choice. So. You okay over there? I, I regret doing the chair level and going this low. I think I feel you should. Like a child. Uh, it's time for Kaylee's Daily, brought to you by me. Uh, due to my declarations last year, Kaylee says, due to my declarations last year, the second week of February is henceforth Cartoon Week. Henceforth. Henceforth and shall be. Uh, we will highlight famous animals featured in animation. Today, we'll start with a classic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. I wouldn't call that a classic. I'm more I, like I mean, a to someone Jerry that's probably 25, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Uh, Sonic was first introduced in 1990 by Sega as a competitor to Nintendo's Mario Brothers. I did not know that. Uh, Sega, Sega creators brainstormed the ideas of a speedy porcupine armadillo, or even a dog. But they settled on the blue hedgehog that could reach incredible speeds, even running upside down and rolling into a ball to attack its enemies. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. While hedgehogs are not known for their speed, they are famous for rolling into spiky balls. Horse name. (laughs) It's going down. (laughs) To defend themselves from predators such as snakes and foxes. Uh, she asked this question, what was your first game featuring Sonic the Hedgehog? Mine was Mario vs. Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games on oh. the Wii. Oh, my gosh. She is young. Uh, it would have been, I think, the original Sonic game on the Sega Genesis. Mm. I, I, I didn't have that one, but it was the first one I played on yeah. with my cool friends that had a Sega Genesis when it's, I was still rocking the Super Nintendo. I was like finding illegal ways to play the first one on a computer yeah. at our school. We just uh, get the rings and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't actually play it on the Sega Genesis, but I played know, the first version. I I did not have an Atari. I had the Intellivision. I think I was the I was the kid that had the Intellivision. Okay. And I never had any. So that's other like that's like the system. equivalent of you having a Wii and everybody else has an Xbox. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Just and just I, making sure. And but it was cool because that you was know, me too. It's you know, and it was. There was kind of a society of kids that had the Intellivisions. You knew who they, they were in junior high. <laughs> okay. The junior high kids that had the Intellivisions. The nerds, yeah. 
Yeah, I was in that group. Me and Miller Rhodes Word. and uh, Chuck Rovinsky. Uh, really a sketta. Uh But then he got a Nintendo. Uh, he wasn't cool anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, I never had. Uh, I'd never had any other gaming system. Wow. Period. Now, like, no, you bought some for the girls, you know. Right. But uh, they had the Wii. They had a, a PlayStation, PlayStation Two, and all that crap like that. But I never had one. And I, to this day, I've never had another gaming system. You have a gaming system at your house, other than your kids? Active. No, the kids don't. the The one gaming system we have is I have one of those stand up like old school arcade games that oh, plays really? plays like I don't know. It's got. 70 or 80 games oh, really? on it. So the Pac-Mans and the... Nice. And Dig Dug and all that. Ah, nice. So, like, <laughs> that shows my age. Again, yeah. I'm a 65-year-old li- living in a... A Namco machine, basically. Basically. Yeah. And it's got double T's on the side, nice. too. Nice. You've perfect. never heard of the Mystical Woodman Arcade? It's massive. Okay. Mystical. Yeah. yeah, it's gigantic. I would love to get one of those little sit-down, like the like the little sit-down uh, Galaga machine that they had at the uh, Pizza Hut. Oh. That would be a choice, and I'm not talking Woodman. Mm-hmm. Ew. Also, R.I.P. Lone Wolf. They had one of those. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only active video game system. Yeah. I guess I we have, have an Apple TV that you can play games. I on, guess no you. Actual. I mean, I I we do too, but yeah, but yeah, but uh, I don't. I got to. I brought my Intellivision to college for the first the first semester. Do you still have it? Ah, uh, no, that thing's long gone. Man, you should have brought it up here. Yeah, had the it had the keypad. Did you just slide the little things onto for? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Start defeating the game. The football game had a had a setting where you could run a straight fly pattern, and you could run the quarterback all the way down into the corner of the end zone. Yeah, from the fifty, mm-hmm. and have him throw the pass, and he would throw the pass basically a hundred yards to the opposite end zone, <laughs> and and catch it for a touchdown. Nice. It was. When my sister and I would play, every time I would kick her butt, you know, I would wait until the last play of the game, and then I'd run that play. And she knew she couldn't stop it. <laughs> it's fun. That's right, Karen. I'm talking about you. Uh, you know what? <laughs> We're almost out of time. Yeah. Sneed needs a pop quiz. Oh, my. Okay. You <laughs> did, You just – Kaylee dubbed this as, as uh, Cartoon Week. Mm-hmm. There's so it's time quiz. for a pop quiz. Okay. I'm going to fail this badly because if it's they're, if they're not like 80s cartoons, I'm done. Uh, there's a lot okay. that, that you would absolutely know. This is actually a pretty solid list from movieweb.com. Mm. I've got the top 20 cartoons of all time. Let's go to the top 10. Top 10 cartoon characters of all time. Tom and Jerry. Movieweb.com. Tom and Jerry together are six. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is number two. Wild E. Coyote. We'll give you a pass. It was in the top 20. So it's no strike since you got it inside the top 20, but it doesn't count for the top 10. Pink Panther. The Flintstones. Fred Flintstone in particular is... uh, Oh, we got to go. We got individual characters? Well, yeah, if they're... Some are groups, some are characters. Say, that seems like they're cheating if they didn't pick Tom or, or Jerry. Yeah, yeah. that's number five. Man. Uh, Sylvester the Cat. Tweety and Sylvester Tweety and together Sylvester. are at 16. So 16? Yeah. Wow. Thundercats? 
strike too. <sighs> you were missing one, three, four, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was gonna. No, um, you, I mean, but you've gotten a lot inside the top. Yosemite 20. Sam. Oh, no kidding! No, you know somebody saying? What? It's punched out. Number one, uh, the Clint's got it. Mickey Mouse. Oh, the ear, the mouse. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah, I realized at first I threw up antlers. So you're like, what is the deer? Or? <laughs> Three is the entire Simpsons family. So the <laughs> Simpsons. I mean, That's, they've been on air for like thirty uh, thirty-five years. years. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants is four. See, I was wondering how new one. these that's, were going to get. I didn't. It's probably the most modern one. Well, I say do that. You, do you remember? That is a Super Bowl color analyst, SpongeBob SquarePants. That is true. He's doing that. Really? Yeah. Ash the Ketchum Nickelodeon for, game. Ash what? Ash Ketchum and Pikachu. Oh, and Pokemon. No, no, no. That's no, the worst one. That's no. seven. Uh, that's the only one that seems out of place to me. Eight is Scooby Doo. Ah, uh, see, I. I would have got the Scooby. Nine, Snoopy and Charlie Brown. I would have got the Snoopy. Ten, Optimus Prime from the Transformers. I would have never gotten there. Eleven, South Park Kids. Twelve, Rugrats Gang. Thirteen was Wile E. Coyote. Fourteen, Daffy Duck. Fifteen, Porky Pig. Ah. Missed that one. Uh, Seventeen, Garfield. Eighteen, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh. Nineteen was Popeye. I was going to say Popeye's got to be in there. And twenty was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So okay. actually, pretty good. You list. remember? It was not. It's not all that new crap that they put. I'm going to date TV myself. Now. Do you remember the show that uh, The Simpsons debuted on? No. I yeah, actually I'm, watched. I, I I can remember I actually watching. Yet. You weren't. It was probably. I think it debuted in eighty eight, yeah, eighty seven, eighty six, maybe even, maybe even earlier than that. The Tracy Ullman show. Mm-mm. Which was no on chance. Fox when Fox only had Sunday night programming, my people. It had in Living Color, The Tracy Ullman Show, and Twenty One Jump Street was was Sunday night, and uh, wow, yeah. All right, we'll uh, get to some more of your thoughts, some basketball thoughts from the chat line on the other side of the break. Sneed, have a great day. Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, that one's the out of place one. Everything else was pretty good. It's the bottom line. Rolling on. On 100.7 the score. Have a... Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 the score. So you can tell that's Chris Rock. Yeah, that part, yeah. yeah so it's Chris Rock and him. Barry White, yeah. Yeah, okay, but that was him singing too? I think that, the, yeah, the high voices. Is him. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Basketball Jones. You're listening to the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lint, here in the First United Bank studio. Uh, speaking of basketball, some more of your thoughts on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, this one from a little earlier, catching up on a couple of those. So I guess to, to finish my point, I, yeah, I, I've obviously I'm disappointed that the Red Raiders lost, but it, I didn't feel like, you know, it was because any one guy didn't show up. I didn't feel like you were, we didn't have good effort or whatever. Again, I know that yeah. some guys were dealing with illness. I, I was, uh, I thought Robert Jennings played his best game of the season. Uh, honestly, I thought he was better. Uh, we were, I thought 
Tech was better when he was on the floor compared to Warren Washington on Saturday. And maybe that's because Warren wasn't 100% healthy. Yeah. Um, but I just thought he played with a lot more energy, which would make sense, right? That Warren, if he's dealing with the flu or whatever, wouldn't be playing with a ton of energy. But I thought he gave you really good minutes like last night. And I'd, I'm anxious to see if that's going to earn him some more in the future. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I thought he should have had more minutes in the second half. Um, personally, I don't know if Coach McCaslin would tell you the same thing or not. Uh, but he just, I thought he earned it in the first half and then mm-hmm. um, kind of sat a lot in the second half. And I don't know if it's just a fear of, hey, he's way shorter than everything that Cincinnati's putting out there and we need to put somebody out there that's, that's comparable in height. Um, we never really saw them. On, I don't know if we've seen them on the floor at the same time all year. Probably they have, but probably not very much. Nothing too. I can remember, but yeah. Um, yeah. And so. you wonder would it would it would the Red Raiders be better at times to go big and go with both of those two on the floor? In that game, it seems like maybe it it yeah. would have worked some. Yeah, Cincinnati definitely know. had some size. They did. Uh, if you're dogging Tech after two losses in a row, we don't want you as a fan. Kick rocks. You can you can be critical, but I I think it's. Yeah, like I said earlier, don't it's not panic button time or anything close yeah, to there's it. Yeah, there's all kind of fans, all kinds of fans. Some fans are definitely instant, you know, yeah, panic button like they kind wait of people. Until, yeah, yeah the, but they're the same people that when something goes right, it's like not, hey, we won a game, that's a good step forward. It's like, <laughs> we won a game, we're about to go to the ship. Okay. <laughs> and they're the same people that are like, the, uh, we lost a game, we're the right worst team ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, Every single team in the Big 12 has at least three losses right now. Mm-hmm. At every single one, yeah. which is a crazy thing with a maximum of nine games played. Yeah, that's crazy that everybody's at that point. Um, and again, speaks to the level of this league. Someone says tax legit, but we're not big enough to rebound at a high level, so we can't afford to give up turnovers and a and shoot a low percentage. Yeah, um, I guess the one guy that you did feel like it was kind of missing in action a little bit, besides Lamar Washington, obviously, was Joe Toussaint. He just mm-hmm. Um, a guy that you know, I think is so valuable to this team for his ability to create. And it feels like the last couple of games he hasn't been able to get others involved. Mm-hmm. He can score. There's no question. Right. And we've seen that all season long with him being your second leading scorer. Uh, but when he's at his best, he's able to do that. Plus, he's able to get into the lane, create for others, throwing lobs, kicking out to shooters, whatever. And you just didn't get a lot of that on on Saturday, and I, I think Cincinnati probably deserves some credit for that. Yeah. He was also, I mean, I wouldn't say TCU is his best game either. So maybe the game plan right now against the Red Raiders is, you know, keep Joe Tucson out of the lane because that keeps that offense from flowing like you want it to, and the Red Raiders have to find ways to shore him up. Maybe you're going a little bit more with a a high screen and roll, mm-hmm. so you can get him you know, turning the corner and getting downhill and getting into the lane and then creating that way. It may not be just relying him on him to go one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to figure out something there because I think Toussaint's got, I think he's hit a bit of a wall in the last few games. Not, he hadn't been horrible. There are some games you can't have eight turnovers in a game like he had against yeah, TCU. No, no doubt. You can't mm-hmm. have that, but it, it just feels like he's not playing as, I don't think the bulldog mentality's gone. It just he's not as accurate as he was at, at yeah. one point. He's not finishing around the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if it's a confidence thing because I or, think he has or shy dealing away. with an injury or something. 
Yeah, we, we, yeah. we don't know. And maybe he's sick. I don't know. If, yep. Maybe that's part of it, too, because it seems like the whole team is dealing with something. Someone says any word on the health of the team going into Waco. I mean, <laughs> you saw him on Saturday. The two, What I heard or was told is that the two that, that it was hitting the hardest outside of Lamar Washington, who didn't even play, who wasn't on the bench, uh, was Pop Isaacs and Warren Washington. Mm-hmm. And that would match some body language for those two. That's, I mean, I think people that watched. And you saw that his dad was tweeting the same kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, if you're into reading dad's tweets. <laughs> is that your thing? Is that the, I tend to avoid all of that. The, the reading of dad's tweets? Yeah, I mean. You should totally make that a new hobby of yours. You could probably take out the dad's part for him and just say tweets, reading tweets. tweets. And he yeah. doesn't want to do that either. Yeah, yeah that's, it's, that's a good way to live. Well, you just let. I mean, you and I were having this. I think it was you and I having this conversation recently. Like, yeah, we all love our kids and want our kids the best for our kids, right? Yeah, and we all are kind of blinded, and that you know we don't see our kids' flaws as much, and we think our kid is better than everybody no, else or whatever. Not you me. Know? My kids don't have flaws, and some people are able to go, eh, but my kid needs to do this better or whatever. Sure. Okay. I'm not going to act like that stops when they get to college. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yeah. Just I, all I'm saying is <laughs> dad's tweets, take them with a grain of salt. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I think that is clear a lot of places. Yeah. Anybody's dad. Wow. I don't care. <clears throat> Any of them. Uh, I thought the t- whole team seems seemed lax and exhausted. Uh, mm-hmm. The flu may have hit us harder than we think. Yeah, that may, um, that may be fair. I think both of those, both of those might be right. Joe's playing to get fouled and not to score. That's pretty good observation. I think that's fair. I, I uh, do think too. Like when, when when you were, you know, trying to figure out what's gone on with Toussaint the past couple of games because he he hasn't been all the way himself for whatever reason. Like in that Cincinnati game, it looked like you know you had two or three transition opportunities. Where to me it felt like maybe he was overthinking yeah. things, and then by the time you get to the rim, it's like oh, I don't know what to do with it, and that just hasn't been him all year. Just, and I don't, I don't think that will no, continue, I mean, but I just think it's a slump. We just weren't good in transition. No, we just we're not good. And in that's transition. where Texas Tech has excelled a yeah, lot this year. We weren't good, and good. it looked like second guessing everything, like Clint yep. was saying there. Completely agree with that. Yep. And then Cincinnati made us take tough shots. Yeah. It no. looked like, okay, we got a three-on-one here. We're about to finish with a dunk or finish with an easy layup. Yeah. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> we're trying to shoot a teardrop over the top of, you know, one of their bigs or whatever, which is a makeable shot, but it's not a layup or a dunk. Yeah, and again, this Cincinnati team, I'm not going to sit here and, like, sugarcoat anything, but that's a tournament-caliber team. I mean, like you, If you're paying attention, every single game they've played in Big 12 play, well, mm-hmm. every single loss they've had is within five points. Played. Yeah. Played yeah. in Allen Fieldhouse, five and that's, points. And this, and this is where I was when things were rosy. It's just you've, you've won all these close games or yeah. games that you, I mean, like BYU didn't necessarily end up being super, super close. You didn't win by two, but you were down 16 to halftime. And then Oklahoma could have gone either way, right? And Kansas State could have gone either way. And it just felt like to me, okay, some of this is going to level out, okay? Yeah. And this was one of those level out games. Yeah. Someone says, our coach sure does call a lot of very average and even below average teams great teams. Just because they beat us doesn't make them great. Cincinnati is far from great. 
pal. You're just not paying attention. Well, um, I mean, I'm not. The- <clears throat> I'm just gonna say this. I don't ever want our coach to go in there and be like, <laughs> they weren't very good. That Fair. was us. I think that's disrespectful. Sounds like sour grapes. Well, you um, also had a coach that went over the top. Yes, a couple of a couple years, years ago. ago. A Everybody couple of was coaches a ago. That yeah. yeah, every player is yeah. a Hall of Famer, or every coach is a Hall of Famer. Every player is an NBA guy, and and every team is phenomenal as yeah. a tournament. And team. so McCaslin may, in his mind, really think we're so much better than them. We should have beat them, but he looks like really immature. Yeah, if, if he's going to the press team, conference, we just lost to them. Yes. Yeah, you don't do yeah, that. Yeah. It, at the same time, again, I wouldn't. Cin- I wouldn't want him looking like that. At, at the same time, Cincinnati very well may make the tournament. They're better than Texas Tech in the net ranking after they beat you in Lubbock. So it's a huge win. Right for now, them. they're a tournament team. So don't. I mean, to to say they're below average or average. No. Nah. It's the bottom line. How about a baseball question? Coming up next, Okey-dokey. 11 days out from the season. Because of that, it's the bottom line on 100.7 score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Monday. You're listening to the Bottom Line on Seven the score and one hundred seven score.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Linton, the first United Bank studio. Before we get to my question of the day, we actually have someone on the Visual Edge IT hotline. Kevin, how yeah. we doing, man? We're doing good. You got a question for Jamie? I do. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what effect do you think the the hecklers have on baseball? <laughs> okay um man i that's a it's an interesting question kevin i would guess the majority of the time it doesn't get to the players because it feels like a lot of times the players the opposing players are laughing okay and so yeah. it's it's yeah. it's like they're enjoying it. Uh, if it's, it's not like it's, overly mean, then it yeah, becomes yeah. comical. It's yeah. all good fun. But we have seen on, I don't know, over my eleven years of doing games, five or six times we'll use we'll see a player react to them negatively, whether he yells at them, or yeah. I think there's been some hand gestures. <laughs> okay, and so clearly uh, they've gotten under his skin a little bit yeah. and gotten him, you know, emotional or whatever. And more times than not, when especially in a sport like baseball, when you're overly emotional, it doesn't help you play better. It might right. be if you're like a defensive end, <laughs> like <laughs> coming hard after Too the quarterback. Sure. But in baseball, I don't think it does. So I, I again, I would think. I, I say because I think that the heck, tech hecklers at baseball games are, I mean, they're clean and they're not, um, yeah. it's all in good fun kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, And you see the guys laugh, the opposing players laugh. I don't think it gets to them that much. But on occasion, I think it has, and it has, you know, angered them a little bit. So I surely wouldn't say they never have an effect, but I, I think the majority of the time it's not a negative effect. Yeah, in uh, 79... I was a saddle tramp, uh-huh. and my most enjoyable thing was going to the Tech baseball games. Uh huh. 
Now, did and being you, a heckler. Oh, you. I was going to say, did you help the hecklers mm-hmm. or enjoy the hecklers? <laughs> well, yeah. I, well, it started out being saddle tramps, uh-huh. but a sneeze kind of brought in a bunch of other people. <laughs> 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 but uh, and now he's not. He's not doing this that much. Yeah. No, but I, back I, I, I mean, we we could get in under the skin. Oh, sure. Sure. You know. Yeah, I think. And we weren't always nice. Okay? <laughs> back, back in the seventies, we were, we weren't always nice. Well, I think they do a good job now of keeping yeah. it PG and clean and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've I've heard stories about when there was a left field lounge out there that it was not yeah. PG and clean, <laughs> and they would really get yeah. to le- opposing left fielders. Well, with with you know Facebook and stuff, uh, I I've seen some where they'll talk about uh, guys. A guy's mom, or something. Oh, or his girlfriend. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's nice not like we're moms were in there. Yeah. You know, so back I, in the seventies, it's it's not like we weren't drinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think the guys the way they are doing it nowadays, it's more for entertainment for the other fans than it is for uh, than it does uh, yeah. getting to affecting the the players or yeah. the game itself. Well, Kevin, we appreciate the call, man. Yeah. I had a hard time changing from uh, uh, tech baseball to uh, little league for my son. I got in a bunch of trouble. Yeah, that's you don't <laughs> no, want to be heckling a, the little kids, Kevin. Little no, kids. Uh, that seems like Cl- Come on, that's what Clint would do. Yeah, He'd just run up to a random little league game and go, go heckle the, the little kids in the umpire. Hey, what I do with my Saturdays is my own decision. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I I wouldn't want to be an umpire. Yeah, so no. I, I'm a hypocrite there because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we need them. Yes, absolutely. Kevin, thank you for the call. It's Kevin uh, on the you. Visual Edge IT hotline there. All right, that was a good question from him. I got a question for you. Okay. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. All right, we've we've talked up this baseball team quite a bit. Talked about the good, all of that. Jamie, what is your biggest concern with this Texas Tech baseball team going into the 2024 season that opens in 11 days? Um, we've talked about the fact that the two guys that you really feel like, maybe it's not black Sharpie, but it's at least black pen. Yeah. In the starting rotation are Kyle Robinson and Zane Petty. Yes. And both of their ERAs were over five last year. They were. But both of them finished the season really strong, and they have me excited about them moving forward, right? Knowing the potential for both of those guys. Robinson was good enough to pitch for and make you know the Team USA roster this summer. Right. Um, Petty finished strong and then had a great summer as well. So, and we know he was a high draft pick that turned down the money to come to the Red Raiders. So, you know, there's lots of talent there. As excited as I am, until they perform right. consistently at the level like we saw at the end of last season, I guess you're still left wondering, okay, who they really are. Okay. So, I, I guess my biggest concern right now would, would be with the starting rotation. I think there's plenty of good options. I think there's plenty of talent there. I think there's lots of depth there. Okay, who's going to step up and do the job sure. when it comes, you know, February 16th and beyond? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, so I that was the long answer for I could have just gone starting rotation. No, I, I think that's a good answer. Do, do you feel like this team has more depth pitching overall than it did this time last year? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yes, especially yeah. after you lost Washburn and all that good stuff. And then, um, oh gosh, now I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Bo Blessy. Oh, yeah. I mean, coming into the season, he was the – Oh my goodness! What a transformation! I mean, there was a there was a game in there where he went yeah, and then five or six comes, innings comes out baseball. in his first yeah. outing and he's phenomenal. Yeah, and then he comes out of the game in his second outing, and an you don't see him yeah. until the yeah. I don't think he finished an inning or did he? Did I don't he not, remember. I don't remember. Anyway, and then he doesn't come back till late in the season is never the same guy. Yeah, and so you basically lost, you know, two of your top four starting pitchers within the first week of the season. Yeah. Not not ideal. Yeah, not ideal at all. Do you have a different answer, Clint? Um, I mean, mine just stretched past the starting five. Again, I, con- concerned feels strong, but it's the, the yeah. mystery of who, how, how, you know, what is it going to look like? It's more of impatience. That's what it is, because I want to see it. I want to see it now mm-hmm. sort of thing. And you haven't even played a game. And it's the same thing. Like, I, I want it to be figured out. Yesterday. It, it, yeah, yesterday. I want it to look like the perfect product whenever you're at Globe Life. I want everything, you know, and it's just not going to be the case. And and when you're trying to figure out so much about a rotation and who's going to be your core relief guys and, hey, who's that guy that steps up? And, boy, when you need to ice the game for an inning or two, just not knowing who that is for sure. Concern maybe is too strong of a word, but waiting to see it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, I think that's fair as well. You know, I, I was trying to find – I came up with this question. That was my answer as well. But I was trying to think, okay, is there a concern at any in individual position? And, you know, you could come <clears throat> up with – just like as a homer, you can come up with um, a way <laughs> to be positive about everything. Yeah. But you could also flip that around, right? And, I, I mean, okay, so let, let me – channel my inner jerk jamie here here right? we go okay here we go that's what i was uh, trying for so we're like okay well sure we saw bazell be great at third but is he really that good of a catcher and if he's catching <laughs> I mean, every day and he's squatting can he still hit is he going to be as okay. healthy and okay uh gavin cash towards the end of the season really slowed down i mean is that did everybody figure him out okay you know tracer know. lopez okay we saw him play short but can does he really play second oh TJ Pompey at shortstop. I mean, yeah, he's he looked great in the fall, but we've seen plenty of guys that were great fall ball Man, players that can't come around in the spring. This. Okay? I mean, you can do that with every no, single guy. The reason I have trouble looking at individual positions is because you've got – the position battles you have are because of your depth. At yeah, the, yeah. Like right field or left field or either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of bodies that are trying for those spots and, and shortstop. I, really, and, I, I really feel like those are your biggest position battles, your two corner outfield positions. I think the rest yeah. of it's pretty much solidified. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, the all of those, the, the newcomers, I mean, Cade McGee's already basically said, this is my job at third base. There hadn't been a position battle there. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it's hard to, to nitpick Run and with find. It, Cade. Yeah. <laughs> Hard, hard to find anything in the position you're – yeah, pitching I think is where you still have some concern because you need – it's a prove it type yeah, of thing. Yeah, It's like, hey, go, go do it. Until we actually see it. Yeah. Yep. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.